This is Junkyard Divas with your hosts, Elizabeth Ebersol and Trevor George. Friday, everybody. Uh, this is our mental health series. It's depression. I know it sounds super depressing, but <laughs> we are legit talking about depression today because it's super important. Liz and I have experienced it. We had a discussion on anxiety this past Tuesday, so check that out. And then we've also talked body image, and we've also done a Disney series. And oh my god, we also have a season one, so check that out. Um, Liz, <laughs> I forgot to mention to you, uh, two Fridays ago was our 60th episode. Wow, that's crazy. No, so this is our 60 second. Yep. Crazy. Yep. <laughs> so we're pushing, girl, we're like closer to 100 episodes than I realized. Mm-hmm. But anyway, so Elizabeth, have any weekend plans? Um, just working all weekend. So that's kind Fun. of about it. Yeah. <laughs> that's what you got anything going on this weekend? Um, I'm house sitting for my mom, so I have her house to myself, but I have a lot of animals to take care of, which they're all good animals, so it'll be fun. Um, so yeah, come party, everybody. (laughs) All right, so let's talk some depression. Yes. The medical diagnosis of clinical depression, the persistent feeling of sadness or loss of interest that characterizes major depression can lead to a range of behavioral and physical symptoms. These may include changes in sleep, appetite, energy level, concentration, daily behavior, or self-esteem. Depression can also be associated with thoughts of suicide. Um, Some of the things that people may experience with depression are anxiety, apathy, general discontent, guilt, hopelessness, loss of interest or pleasure in activities, mood swings or sadness, Some of the behaviors someone might experience are agitation, excessive crying, irritability, restlessness, or social isolation. In regards to sleep, sometimes they might be waking up too early or excessive sleeping. I think mainly it's excessive sleeping because that's what I hear most of the time. Insomnia or restlessness. When it comes to like food and like hunger, sometimes it's excessive hunger and they like people find comfort in food. Um, or it could be the complete opposite. It's a loss of appetite. And the list continues. I mean, it just continues saying like slowness in activity or thoughts of suicide, lack of concentration. So really what depression boils down to is just, uh, how do I put it lightly? It really is like a parasite that infects your brain and just literally like eliminates every thought of happiness and passion you have, if that makes sense. Depression is one thing that... I get like small spells of like, it's not something that's like an everyday factor for me. Mm -hmm. Like anxiety is it like hits me every once in a blue moon. I definitely get the like seasonal seasonal depression. I feel like the most Um, just because I feel like when it's like gloomy out, that's kind of when it wants to act up a little bit more. I definitely notice that I sleep a lot more. Um, I like when I, Um, my biggest bat with it was probably my freshman year of college when I was away from home and like, 
I stopped going to classes because I had decided that I wasn't coming back the next year. And so I was like, fuck this. Like, I don't need to do this. So I would, like, stay up at all hours of the night watching Netflix. Um, I'd sleep in all the time. I'd just eat a lot. And I definitely would cry a lot. Like, I definitely had a lot of emotional stuff. And I feel like I did have, like, insomnia in a way because I was, like, I couldn't fall asleep before, like, 2 a.m. most of the time. When I finally got home, though, like, I was able to kind of somewhat get back into a normal routine because, like, my parents had their routine. So, like, I kind of got thrown back into that. Yeah, that's, like, the biggest time I can really think of me going through depression. I think, like, with me, I mean, my family has mental health on both sides running rampant. Uh, I think I was kind of a victim of it to be honest, when it comes to depression, but also like I struggled with feeling validated a lot growing up. I think I always mentally have put myself on the back burner to help focus on other people in their situations rather than focusing on mine and helping me. I think it was years of just, and you know, I always say it, but growing up gay is not easy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think like with me, I've I've struggled with depression my whole life. I think the older I've gotten, the better it's gotten. But like even like, I think winter, I feel it a lot. I will say like when it's a warmer climate, I'm much happier. So that's why I'm looking forward to California because mm-hmm. I really don't do well in winter and cold season or cold weather um, mentally. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I've, I've, I've shared some of my depression stories on here already. But, you know, I've experienced both having food for comfort when I was a kid. And I think that was a sign. I think that was like when I was gaining weight, when I was a preteen and stuff, I think that was a sign of me being depressed because it was like, I really went towards food to be like, just to relax me. Mm-hmm. And then it, when I was 20 and I suffered a really bad, really, really bad bout of depression, I flipped it. I was like, I can't be, I can't gain weight. I can't be like this. So I starved myself. So it was like, to the point where I looked like I was like a sickly patient in a hospital so it was like depression fucks with you and it's i think it boils down to also like what's your environment like what situation are you in and like what's your family history too and see how your family's handled it and if they've handled it incorrectly handle it correctly like just to be straight up like go get go seek help you know like go and when i was saying like people jump too quickly on medication sometimes about anxiety like sometimes like if that's what you need to do though like that's what you need to do like there's nothing wrong with taking medication i just am that type of person that likes to try therapy first and see how i feel for like a few sessions and then if they recommend medication or your you know doctor recommends it then take it you know and if it doesn't fit you there's other medications that will like and also, like, if a therapist doesn't fit you, switch out and go to see somebody else. You don't have to be stuck in this situation. Yeah. Because each therapist is different. And so mm-hmm. one might rub you the wrong way. And you are allowed to leave a therapist. Like, you, it's mm-hmm. not something that you have to commit to. Like, if right. you feel uncomfortable, you need to get out and find another doctor and therapist or social worker. Just somebody to talk to. Right. 
So yeah, I've like, I think like examples of my depression are I shut down and I think it's a mixture of anxiety and depression sometimes. Like there's been times where I've really shut down to the point where I like just, I don't feel like a functioning human being mm-hmm. and I've just laid in bed doing nothing uh, for hours. And it's like, I think I got to that point where it was like my mid twenties. It's like, it's like, I don't want this to pop up in, in and out of my life anymore. Like I got to figure out a way, like when I feel like this, push myself to do something to like you know i i don't like to like harbor and sit my feelings like i like to like fix that in the moment Mm -hmm. so i've learned how to like whenever i feel depressed i kind of do it on my own sometimes because i know i'm bad company to my friends (laughs) like if i'm like hey i'm feeling depressed like i shouldn't be around you like i never tell people like when i feel like super depressed so if i do feel it i just kind of do something on my own maybe like go for Mm -hmm. a drive or like just get out of this area, like this space, the house, like whatever, just change of scenery, go for a walk maybe and cry. Like there's nothing wrong with crying. It's, there's nothing wrong with feeling depressed. There's nothing wrong with, you know, being in your feelings. Yeah. But when it affects you to the point where you can't be a functioning human being, definitely seek help. Yeah, it's okay to cry. It's okay to like take a drive and just clear your head, jam out to some music and, Mm -hmm. you know, feel the things that you're feeling. Like that's an acceptable reaction. Right. Like we do that all the time. I know. And I think like having friends, like say like me and Liz, like there's been time, there's millions of times where we've been in each other's company and just don't even talk. Mm Mm-hmm. And it's not weird. Like if you have those friends and family members that like, hey, I love you no matter what. Like you don't have to be entertaining me. Like I don't like those friendships where it's like, let me juggle for you. Like let me do a handstand. Like what do you want me to do? It's like fuck that. Like what kind of friendship is that? Yeah, a friendship's supposed to to be like each other. Right. Friendships about being like, hey, I'm not feeling good. Can we just chill? Like I don't, I don't. I'm not really talkative. Don't take it personally. And then your friends like, cool. Like just whatever works for you, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, I think I've had more experience with depression than Liz has, but I think we've both felt it a lot. Yeah, for sure. And that it kind of, depression kind of coincides with, you know, self, self image and self esteem as Mm -hmm. well. Like kind of all of the stuff that we are going to be talking coincides with each other. Like you'll notice Mm -hmm. that a lot of people, don't just suffer from like one thing they suffer from like a mixture of all of these um and like i feel like when you feel like you like this sounds shitty but when you feel that you look good you feel good a lot of the time so like the days when i'm like tired of feeling down on myself and all this those are the days when like even if I'm just sitting at the house, I'm putting makeup on, I'm doing my hair yeah. because then I feel better because then I, I'm like, I got up and I did this for myself. I'm not necessarily seeing anybody. Like I did this for me. I didn't do this because I had to go to work or I had to do something. I did this for me to feel good mm-hmm. about myself. And those are usually like stuff that helps me kind of cope with it. Um, or, like, the other day, I went and got my nails done, like I told you guys about. Like, and that helped. That helped a lot because it was, like, you know, I felt good about, like, I was taking care of myself. Like, even though it was something so little as just going to get my nails done, like, 
I hadn't done that in over a year. Like I hadn't done that since before the pandemic. So it was like just doing something as little as that, like helped big time. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's like, like you said, like doing your nails for you, doing your makeup for you, like do it for you. Like make yourself happy. You matter. Like if you aren't going anywhere, just be like, Hey, I want to look good for me. Like I want to look good. Every time I look in the mirror, I just want to feel sexy. It's like, that's super important. That's more important to me than pleasing somebody else. Yeah, exactly. And because when you feel sexy and confident, it exudes to other people. Yes, exactly. And like, that's why like a lot of the accounts that I've been like, when I do get on social media, the accounts that I follow have been that like, it's, like, especially on TikTok, I'm following a lot of, like, plus-size girls that are confident in themselves. Because if I see that, I'm going to start feeling better. So, I have been following a lot of those accounts just because I need to see, you know, some big girl representation and mm-hmm. in a good way. So, that helps. And I feel like a lot of people are having problems with, like... Like, that's the one social media that I still go on to regularly, but I do take breaks with from it as well. Um, like, this week, I think I went on it twice in the matter of, like, five days. Mm-hmm. Just because, like, one, we were so busy, but also, two, because I didn't want to sit there and be on my phone the whole time. So right. I feel like that definitely... Like, taking a break from that definitely helps big time. Yeah. And also, like, following stuff that you know will help you feel better instead of following somebody who you feel worse about when you see their stuff because you're jealous or you're not jealous, but, like, you want their life and you're not getting that. That's just going to hurt you in the end. Follow accounts that make you feel better about yourself and who you are a lot of these models i mean a lot of them get photoshopped on whether they want to admit it or not like a lot of these Mm -hmm. photos that they post are edited and look at this stuff unreal kardashian going on right now Mm -hmm. with her unedited photo getting leaked and she's pissed about it but yeah some things that can help depression is um you know i think it's good i love to read you know just do stuff that makes you happy like if you're a reader you like going to watch a movie i don't know just good company just go for a walk just do something that makes you happy whether you want to feel that or not if that makes sense like if you want to stay in your thoughts and feelings you know do it for a day like maybe if you need a time in your bed but don't make it like a three-day binge of just laying in bed because it's not going to help i'm just being straight up it's not going to help so i think when you're depressed i think it's good to you know move i think with any kind of mental health it's just move if even it's just something little like clean your room or clean your house or clean your car or just like go for that drive or cleaning helps a lot i've Mm -hmm. noticed yeah like never would i thought that cleaning would have helped me but being in a space that's clean and organized helps a lot uh moving helps too yeah honestly moving helps like if you aren't happy get the fuck out of there yeah but yeah and i think like going through covid and stuff like that was hard on people um i think i think it's a failure on media in general that we haven't talked about mental health enough yeah during the pandemic 
especially. Yeah, I'm sorry, but this is like a time when everybody's mental health has been acting up. Like, even those who have not really had issues with mental health, like, before the pandemic, like, mm-hmm. have experienced mental health issues. Right. I definitely think that there's been a lack of that. Like, I have seen it more on, like, social media, but in the actual, like, news and stuff like that, I don't think that they talk about it as often because there's still that stigma against it. I think with mental health and depression and stuff, you're worth it at the end of the day. Like, you're worth being here on this planet. You know, no two people really are alike. And if they are, I don't want to be on this planet. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. You know, like, if you feel depressed, um, so many other people know what that feels like. You're not alone. Mm -hmm. You're never alone with anxiety, depression, anything. Body image. You know, we'll talk about relationships at some point on here um, during our mental health series. Like, people matter. Like, and don't let somebody make you feel like you don't. Honestly. Because they, their opinions ain't shit. Elizabeth's opinion never matters to me whatsoever. (laughs) Never, never once. So if you or somebody that you know is suffering from depression or anxiety or needs somebody to talk to, there is a number out there for the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline. If you feel that you are having those sorts of thoughts, reach out to them. Their number is 800-273-8255. But they also have ways that you can chat online so that way you don't have to talk person to person if that's something that makes you uncomfortable. Um, and there's lots of websites out there that can help you with this. If you are feel that you need help, um, reach out to somebody like no matter if it's a friend, somebody you don't know, but you feel like you can trust, reach out to them. It's okay to get help. It's not something that you have to do on your own. And hey, you can always reach out to us too. Talking to me and Liz would be confidential. For sure. Okay, so that was our second week of the mental health series. We talked depression, anxiety, body image. Next week, we're going to talk relationships. And with us, we have a returning guest, Kara Hogan, a.k.a. Kara Hogan, if you do not understand my Midwest accent. (laughs) Well, check us out next week when we talk relationships, and we will see you next week. Have a great weekend. See ya. Okay. Okay.